Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oi, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? What's the best game where you play a dead guy? Aye. You'll find out in DG247. Pie, 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 Swing from a rope, and what's the best game where you battle the pole? Like I said, you will find out in this your podcast. Uh, right, Tom, it's been a while since we've done this one, um, but once again, uh, plans to record a proper episode have fallen through, so we're doing an audit, mm. um, which uh, which for a lot of people is their favourite um, type of episode of this one of this podcast because. Uh, you've got a very vocal contingent of Tom Ari fans who insist on yeah. that the podcast should be around, about Tom Ari, it should be centred around Tom Ari, uh, and this is uh, the closest they get to that. You're even dressing like Tom Ari today, <laughs> aren't you? I mean, look at <laughs> you. like Tom Ari. Um, so, uh, so we're about to make everyone's uh, wish come true. This is, this is basically a Christmas present to Kerry from Wales. Uh, who is your most vocal and biggest fan, I think. As it's Christmas, I've got some Le Broken from um, Tom's favourite supermarket. Nice. Might even get him to um, tell that story later. Um, so uh, since we last did this, Tom, there's been a lot of episodes. Um, mm. Like, there's been dozens. And I've just gone through them all and tallied up the new scoreboard, which I'm going to reveal uh, at the end. Um, and I wonder, actually, if you're going to be uh, displeased with the results there. Yeah, we'll be. Um, <laughs> right. So let's uh, let's just go through some. We won't go through every single one of them, but uh, let's just go through some standout ones. So the last time we did this, we got to episode forty-seven. Um, we won uh, episode forty-eight. Well, episode forty-seven was the last. Uh, one of these episode 48 was the best game set on a horrible island and i think that's basically about the point where we started doing video versions of the podcast mm. so people could see everyone's anguished faces when they didn't win etc um kelsey won that with thatcher's tech base which was really really controversial because mm. she hadn't played it but she set a precedent then where yeah. which people exploited later on didn't, didn't mm. they? i think i was still doing the football manager bit then wasn't i yeah, you were, yeah. Yeah. Um it takes me back. Which <laughs> which I like to think wasn't a bit, which I like to think was very sincere on your part. Mm-hmm. Um we have uh, Sharif winning uh best game with the worst difficulty spike. He picked Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, and this was about the time people started noticing that every time Sharif comes on, he picks either Call of Duty or a Souls like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um uh, Connor won for uh, he's won multiple times with World of Warcraft. He won that. He won with that for a best game that's uncomfortably pro monarchy. Best Zelda clone. Uh, Alex won that with Akami, and uh, Kelsey won best game with a ginger protagonist with Stray, uh, which stars a ginger cat. Now, uh, I'm not going to go through all of them individually, but there's a name missing from all these winners, isn't there, Tom? Mm, Alex. 
No, he's he's in there. He won with Akami. James. Yeah, he won uh, best game with horse armor with The Witcher Three. Right. I see what you're doing. Uh, Bertie, even Bertie from Eurogamer, he doesn't even work with us. Bertie from Eurogamer count. won he with. Count, uh, does he? He won with guests, Alpha Protocol for best digital tourism game. Guests don't count because you always let the guests win. That's not true. That's not it true. Is. As we'll as we'll get into. Um, Alex uh, won best game where you play a dead guy, which is a line from the intro song. So that was a really important one. He won that with Ghost Trick. It was a full, let me count them, right? It was a full uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It was a full ten weeks before you won uh, best licensed game with mm. Football Manager. Is this just because, that's just because you liked, uh, what was it? the place that had a license of gibraltar gibraltar that's yeah the only reason i was I just fascinated one. by the idea of a gibraltar football league because mm. there's only about seven people that live there yeah uh, and i've always wanted to go to gibraltar uh, out of like morbid curiosity because I, I can imagine that it's like if you want to go to the mediterranean there are th- a thousand better places to go than the than gibraltar and most of them aren't full of like red Faced Alki Brits. You should insist so. that you go there every year with your son. And like <laughs> when he's older, you go, he'll be like, Why do we go here every year, Dad? And you'll be yeah. like, Well, long story, but essentially, my friend Tom mentioned it in passing on a yeah. podcast, and I became obsessed. <laughs> I watched a documentary about Gibraltar that night. <laughs> <laughs> on prime video i paid three pounds for it tom um it was fascinating but yeah a really fascinating place and i do i do genuinely want to visit but it's got its own football league with like multiple teams and i think thirty thousand people live on the rock of gibraltar or something like that it's like a very it's basically the size of a small town mm. but but you know, uh, it, it clearly does it have any supermarkets? Does it have any supermarkets? I mean, I imagine so. People have got to get their yeah provisions from like, somewhere, haven't they? Like pastries and things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah. I would imagine so. So um, then we had uh, we had another run where you didn't win anything. In fact, that was no. I tell a lie. That wasn't the last time you won. The next time you won, and the last time to date that you won. Oh shit! No, it wasn't the last time to date. All right, look, you won. You you had a joint win with James and Alex, where you all won best management sim because you all picked football manager. Mm, but that was a setup, wasn't it? Yeah, that, and that was, was just, the end was, of the football that manager. That was a big. Arc. Let's go behind the curtain a bit. Yeah, that was all planned, right? Yeah, we were like, it wasn't like, it wasn't like, oh, we all randomly decided to pick football manager. Yeah, it was a, an effort to make it a bit of a joke. Yeah, it was. It I was like it wasn't wrestling. That funny, we put the match, didn't we? It wasn't as fun as you thought it was going to be. I thought it was fairly funny. No, not that funny. All right. Well, I thought I I thought it was uh, an entertaining idea at least. Kelsey got a double win after that with uh, Garfield Kart Furious Racing and Euro Truck Sim. Um, uh, guest Owen O'Donnell had his first win with Silent Bomber. Right? Owen's my favourite guest. Yeah? yeah, I think he'd. I think he, he. It would actually warm his heart to hear that. He's. Not to be mean about other guests, but most of them aren't very much fun, are they? Whereas <laughs> Owen 
is is fun. What do you mean they're not very much fun? Well, they're not, are they? They're well, a they bit are. Like, I, mean, I think that's, most that's, of them. Most of them love themselves a bit too much, and that, they're doing that, this that, out I think that some kind of you are deliberately doing Mike Channel favor to you because you did some work for them once or something. You are doing Mike Channel a grave disservice there. Mike, Mike Channel's a fun guy. James Bachelor's a fun guy. He may well be fun, but he just wasn't fun on the podcast, was he? I mean, yes, he. I, I can't you, believe you told I can't me believe... this in Slack after it. You said. Sorry about that. Wasn't the most fun, was it? <laughs> I didn't say that. Who are we talking about here? James Bachelor or Mike Channel? All of them. All of them. I, did, you, you talk, I said this after all of them. Mm. Well, it's patently not true, is it? Right. Okay. Uh, James Bachelor actually was promoting his book, and uh, which became a real point of contention with you and Connor later on. Um he won uh, the best game where nobody gets killed with Pokemon Red and Blue because he'd done a book called The Best Nonviolent Games, right? Uh, available now from, from all good bookstores and some bad ones too. Um, and you, for weeks after that, were like, oh, I bet if I was promoting a book, I'd win. And then Connor started doing that as well because he just he, he worships you and copies everything you do. Mm. And, um, and then some weeks later, I got actually like two weeks ago, I got James Bachelor back on the podcast in an episode called The Best Game with a Shock Betrayal because I wanted you and Connor to have to face the man that you'd just spent weeks and weeks sort of taking the piss out of. Um, uh, Connor chickened out of that, and, uh, I mean, he says he was ill, but he basically Mm. chickened out. Mark had to step in for him. Um, But you just kept mugging James off, like, to his face, which, you know what? I actually respected you for that. I mean, I thought you were being very mean to James Bachelor, who's someone I like very much. But you were, uh, you, you, you did stick to your guns, and you just kept slagging him off. I like him as well, but I mean, <laughs> there isn't room for that on this podcast, is there? No, well, you say that, but we did an entire episode about how much we like Sharif. I wasn't on that. Yeah, you weren't on that, but there was, there was that was a really nice episode to record because we all of us came together um, to celebrate uh, our appreciation of a long-time contributor to VG247 who'd, uh, who'd gone through uh, gone through the mill a bit because he said some... Uh, he was very critical of a game called Lies of P and he gave it two stars. And, mm. uh, and we thought, you know, it's only game. Why are you mad? Um, but he took a lot of shit for weeks. So we did an entire episode about how, you know, we, we appreciate his stoic candor etc mm. um but you didn't sanction that one did you no i didn't even know it's happening so i want to go back to the betrayals one mm-hmm. I, I still feel quite bitter about that one i i feel like you just got it wrong well he's the best game with a shock betrayal james bachelor mm. won with knights of the old republic the quintessential shock betrayal i know but it's a bit i mean it's James, so we knew it was coming. It's a bit obvious, right? What it's not obvious, though, is it? It's the most obvious one. Whereas who's I, getting portrayed? You are getting portrayed. You, the player. I, I thought it was a genius twist. I, I drew on my actual experiences uh-huh. in a community that affected me in real life, yeah. like an actual real-life portrayal in a video game, whereas this was just like part of the story, right? It wasn't in a video game, though. You said that you kept getting team-killed in... Rainbow Six, yeah, three, yeah, 
because you kept you spent too long too you spent too long opening doors. Mm-hmm. But that that doesn't count as as a shock portrayal does in a video game. Every time I was shocked because I thought they weren't going <laughs> to do it again. It's not a shock though, is it? Because you took twenty minutes to open a door and people got people and you kept doing it. Were you doing it deliberately to troll people? No. I'm just very, I'm a very cautious man. Well, uh, you know, even if we do accept it as a as a betrayal that occurred within a video game, I don't think it's as good a betrayal as Knights of the Old Republic, where mm. you yourself turn out to be the villain. You spoiled that again. Yeah. Well, you, you know, if you missed it last time, you spoiled it. There it's it decades old now. Uh, I thought it, I thought Alex had a really good pick for best Bethesda game that isn't a Bethesda game with Dragon's Dogma, which is a Capcom mm. game that's very. Bethesda inspired um and I think that's one of those ones where Alex and he does this often Alex comes on and picks something that you you can't argue with it's watertight and it's the best he's very good at picking like well well this is this is like not only is this like a really perhaps not not the best example of the topic at hand but he always picks the best video game, the most acclaimed, the most obviously, well, obviously Dragon's Dogma is the best of the three that were that put forward for that one. I so, because I've played Dragon's Dogma. Yeah. And. Well, James picked Grounded for that it's one. Like, Grounded's better, is, is more fun. Grounded's Dragon's, not better than Dragon's, Dragon's Dogma. Dragon's Dogma is so tedious. Like, I started playing it, I played it for about two weeks. Mm hmm. And it's just so boring. It's not boring. It is. It's not boring. It's just All the involved. start of the game is so dull. And you go down like into some dungeon round like a winding staircase. Yeah. And then you just batter some people. Yeah. Talk to some people and they pretend to be your friends and then they come with you. And then... Look, if you're going to be that reductive, like every video game is bad, isn't it? What did I pick? Was I on it? Uh, were you on that one? I don't actually know. I feel like I was, but I can't remember it at all. <laughs> I don't think you were on this one. I'll be honest. Um, let me just double check who was actually on that. I thought because... you had the notes. I didn't realise I was going to ask you a question. You didn't have that you weren't prepared <laughs> for. I thought you just had all the last hour and a half of waiting. Was you preparing for this? I didn't prepare this specific note. Um, yeah, you know what? You were in this one, but you left early and were replaced on the video feed by random cat footage. Right, so you picked the original Rage for that. Um, and you were... Which is, which is a game I like, actually. I like Rage a lot. And I think it's a very unfairly maligned game because i think it's like it's it has a lot going for it it's better than people tend to think but it's published by bethesda isn't it it's an ea game it's ea originals it was published by bethesda it was no, published by bethesda ea and, and, then, it, and it is a studio owned by bethesda it is e, in EA, every meaningful sense of it bethesda was going to be ea though wasn't it it was a bit of a clever pick wasn't it I think everyone agrees that listened to it. It was quite a clever choice. I don't think it was a clever choice because, because you was, walked into the trap. Because it was an EA game at one point. And we then... had this entire... Con- me and you, me and you had this entire conversation about whether or not Fallout New Vegas would count as mm. being not a Bethesda game. And you said mm. that it's basically a Bethesda game and it was published by... It was commissioned and published by Bethesda and it was based on... Ba- heavily based on Fallout 3. But this one, which is a, 
yeah. started out, right, when, with id, right, and id were not owned by Bethesda at that point. Yeah. 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 And it was an EA-published game. And then they got bought out during development. Mm-hmm. So it was a very, it, it, it's like the only game that would qualify in this, really, that wasn't a Bethesda game that became a Bethesda game. So it's the best choice. And everyone just chose to ignore how smart it was. But it was published by Bethesda. Yeah, but it wasn't. And, and ultimately developed game. by a Bethesda studio. Yeah, but that's semantics. It's not. <laughs> The whole fucking podcast is semantic. All right, okay. Best German game, Gabriel Knight 2, The Beast Within, which was Rebecca's first episode, and you kicked off because you said uh, I only picked that one because it was Rebecca's first time on the podcast. Uh, But I happen to really like Gabriel Knight, the saga. Obviously you do. I mean, it's no surprise. Well, that's a... What do you mean it's no surprise? But it's... I mean, you're always going on about what's a gym game and what isn't. Um, and then uh, Connor uh, won the best Christmas game, which we did in September for reasons we're not going to get into, uh, with World of Warcraft, The Burning Crusade, which it, which was his second win with World of Warcraft, I think. Um, which, uh, I'm just going to double check that. Yeah, it wasn't the first time he'd picked World of Warcraft, but it was, it was the second time he'd won with it. Um... Kelsey won best Easter game the week after, which we, again we were doing in September for reasons with the Easter Ripper. Now you really, really had a go at me about that because just, you said yeah. it doesn't count as an Easter game just because it's got the Easter bunny in it, but it's yeah. literally called the Easter Ripper. I know, but we're talking about the what Easter is, right? Yeah, and the like the themes and the yeah how how it's like how Easter is a time of like depending on what you view easter as but it's not about killing people in like a house is it <laughs> i actually can't argue with that it's not is it it's not about killing people in a house you're right if you'd said that on the podcast and maybe maybe i mean Kelsey i'm sure i said one. something like that in more words no but... you got into an argument with me about whether or not um bunnies were invented by the cadbury's chocolate company they were yeah they weren't it, it, it's been as i said the, the the bunny has been a fucking fertility symbol for I mean, thousands if, of years I'm, I'm happy to if someone had gone easter's all about chocolate here's a chocolate game i've been fine Whether Easter is, to me, just an excuse to get some chocolate eggs, right? It's just the the, the time of year where you eat some chocolate. But, like, here's a game about a serial killer in a house, happens Mm -hmm. to be dressed like a bunny. I mean, they can call it whatever they want, but it's not an Easter game, is it? It's literally got Easter in the title, Tom. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is that not Easter themed? If he kills, no. if the if the, the 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 villain kills people at Easter, no. I mean, there's you can get away with it sometimes, right? I haven't mm. seen it, but there's that there's that film out at the moment, and it's got the guy from Stranger Things in it. 
David, is it David? And he plays Santa Claus mm-hmm. and he's like, but he's like Santa and he like stops a home invasion or something. Yeah. But he is actually Santa, right? It's Santa, Violent Night you're and talking he, about. That's it. the one. I've not yeah. seen it. I don't, so I don't, I can't spoil it for anyone. Have you just seen a recent tweet about it? Is that what's happened? No, I was looking through films to watch yeah. the other night about Christmas and it came up as the thing. Yeah. Um, and like that's, I guess, a Christmas film because it is yeah. actually themed around Christmas. It's set mm. on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. The Easter Bunny murdering game. Mm-hmm. They've just—it's like they've just reskinned a murder sim and gone. Let's sell this to new people. The, by that's going, the same argument, though, isn't it? If you're no. going to say that Violent Night counts as a Christmas movie, but it's 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 basically an it's an action film with lots of murder in it that occurs at christmas time no so the association is exactly the same you know i saw a great one sentence review of violent night which convinced me to watch it and it Mm. was uh apparently it's really good uh and the one sentence review was this is like what if die hard was in fact a christmas movie because this has been like some really annoying sort of student humor thing going on about Die Hard being a Christmas movie. People have been doing it for like 20 years and it's, it was, it was like, it was a shit joke 20 years ago, but people still keep doing it. Right. Whatever. Fine. And here's the thing. It's not a Christmas movie though, is it? No, it's like, it, it, it's the, the time of year when it's set is a framing device, but there's nothing. It's not Christmassy. It just happens to be set at winter, but you know it's it's a it's a, it's a device to get a New York City cop on a plane to LA. That's it. That is Christmas's entire involvement in that. Film. Why is the Easter Bunny in that house? I don't know. I've not played it. You need to ask you need to ask Kelsey these things, but she's not here. <laughs> right after that. Uh, Owen O'Donnell had his second win with Jurassic mm. Park The Lost World on PS1 where we were talking about the best cameo in a video game. You tried to win that uh, with Master Chief turning up at the end of Halo Reach. Yeah. Um, and uh, I can't remember what Richie picked, but Richie didn't win that one and that was his first and probably only appearance on the podcast. Didn't right? Richie do the Bond games? Yeah, that's true. So he yeah, like, he had, like, had like the voice of someone, was it Q or something, reading Yeah, out yeah. I love how you remember that, but I don't... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, and it was like it was like a collection of Bond games on the Amstrad or a fucking Spectrum or something. And um, uh, I thought he had a really good pick, actually, and explained it really well. Uh, but uh, you Owen just like Owen more. Owen, you're, you just like Owen more than Richie, so <laughs> that's what you you're up with Owen. I hope Richie doesn't listen. Richie definitely won't listen to this. It's fine. Um but you did. You had your last ever win to date. Uh, the next with what's the best cyberpunk game that isn't cyberpunk 2077, which I think is a great idea for a topic. Syndicate 2, right? On Syndicate, the PS1. Was it Syndicate Wars? Syndicate Wars, remember. that's it. Yeah. Syndicate Wars yeah. on the PS1. Um, and and I, I agree with you, agreed with you about that one. So you haven't got yeah. you haven't got anything to, to mourn that about. Was, there. I felt that was one of my weakest choices, to be fair. But you did complain bitterly the week after when Mike Channel won best driving brackets not racing game with the crew mm. because he beat you when you picked Test Drive Unlimited, mm. which is a game I love. Right? I I, I mean, I, and I don't love the crew 
but I I do love Test Drive Unlimited. So why did I go with Mike Channel? You might ask. Yeah, but he made he made a really good pitch for the crew, and we did a video way back when where we drove across the crew's America map, and it was great. And I think it is the quintessential. This is a great a great game to drive across the map in, but it's crap at everything else. That was the one where Sharif picked a terrible game that wasn't even on topic. Right? Outrider or something? I can't remember. Uh, Onrush. Onrush, that's Outrider. Where the hell did I get that from? Onrush, yeah, he picked Onrush, which which is a racing which, game. Which is just a racing game without <laughs> like positions or something. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. And everyone was sort of like, Sharif, man, like you've had the brief for a week. <laughs> and he just seemed to pick, like, well, this has got cars. Um, but you know, no, no, like, Sharif did have a good reason for that. Um, best ultraviolet spectacle in gaming. Connor won with Mad World, which I think we can all agree was a great choice. Kelsey won best detective game with Professor Layton. Connor won again. What's the best game set in New York with The Darkness 2? Um, Best game with a stupidly named protagonist. Uh, James won that with Grim Fandango. Fandango. Uh, Mark Warren, uh, new new staff writer, uh, best game set in London, and he won by submitting Midnight Club, and it was the second time he'd submitted Midnight Club because he did submit it two weeks earlier for best game set in New York. I thought that was a nice twist. Uh, Rebecca had a second win with uh, Best Game You Can Complete in an Afternoon uh, with The Adventures of Captain Spirit. I'm just whizzing to the end here. Um, now, the best game we'd give two stars. Mm. Uh, again, that was one that you didn't sanction um, because this was the one that was basically about Sharif. It was, it was really the best game that Sharif would give two stars, and a bunch of us had a conversation about it, and then we got Sharif on to do the judging, which I really in- enjoyed because I don't like judging at the end because I have to disappoint at least two people that I work with, and uh, it's always you know slightly awkward, and, and, and I'm, I'm a very confrontation-averse sort of guy. Yeah. So What won that one? I Paradise Killer. It. Paradise Killer. Right. Yeah. James argued that Paradise Killer would just... He essentially argued that Sharif would look at Paradise Killer and just not really get it. Uh, <laughs> which I thought was a bit like... I mean, I even said on the podcast, like, just to be clear, Sharif's like not an idiot. Um, but but Sharif seemed to agree with, with James on that one. So, so there we go. Best game of the shot portrayal we've already talked about. And the best spin-off into another genre, which was the last episode uh, and alex won that with the sims that was also a terrible choice wasn't it how how was that a terrible choice i just feel like you've taken something brilliant like sim city yeah and just made it much worse yeah well like instead of putting down police stations you're putting in sinks Mm. but it's the same principle. Yeah, I did wonder about that afterwards, but Alex has got the kind of razzle-dazzle, isn't he? I think, I think sometimes Alex is convincing you of something that patently isn't true. I never fall because... for that. You look, you just lap it up. It's like, <laughs> you, just, like you just go, oh, he's spoken about this for 10 minutes. It must be right. And I'm like tuned out at that point doing I'm, something I'm, else. I'm, I'm always hanging on every word. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. So... um. Do you want to reveal the final scoreboard as it stands? If you want. (laughs) 
would it uh, would it surprise you to learn that Alex is top of the leaderboard? No, not really. Are you eating a, a lab cooking? No, I'm thinking live about on a it. podcast. I'm I'm thinking about it. I mean, so Alex has won twenty times. And we're on like our 80th episode or something. Mm-hmm. 86th or something episode. I can't remember. Um, Alex has won 20 times, which is the highest by a significant margin. That's a pretty good hit, right? Yeah. About one in four ish. Who do you think is next on the well, it'd be It'd be nice if it was me because anyway, I've probably done the most episodes, but it's probably going to be. I reckon mm, Kelsey. Nah. James. Yeah, it's James. Then He's won else. 12 times. That's but quite you a lot. are joint third with Kelsey. You've both mm. got 11. Yeah. Guess who's in fourth? Connor. Yeah. Nine. He's won nine times. Mm. So when he kicks off about how he never wins hmm. he's in fourth fucking his percentage, place his, his win percentage is probably pretty high it's not that bad hmm. Connor actually he just he, he's got he got it into his head that he is bad at the podcast and never wins it and uh, and, and, and isn't good enough at playing the game etc right and he always kicks off when he doesn't win but he's actually like in the top literally in the top five He's in the top four. Yeah. He's number this, four. This might surprise listeners, but I never play to win. <laughs> yeah. I just take part. You you and, do get upset when you don't win, though, Tom. Yeah, but that's... If I didn't, people mm. would be like, what's happened? Is Tom all right? Yeah. It's just part of the whole show, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Have you seen The Greatest Showman? No. The film? No. Musical? Is that about... you? It's about a circus, right? Is that with Hugh Jackman? And it's just a big show, isn't it? Yeah. It's with Hugh Jackman, yeah. Surprisingly, if you discount all the stuff they ignored and didn't talk about in terms of what actually the guy was like. Yeah. Uh, it's just a fun, a fun film about entertaining people. Are you comparing yourself to Hugh Jackman? Yeah. In what sense? Showman. You're both really good showmen. mm I mean, you are you are like from a circus family. Yeah. Do you think that? Do you think that that comes out? Do in... you think, Jim, this podcast would have happened if it wasn't for me? No. No. There we go. Well, because it was your you, because that's enough. It was you your idea. It. Yeah. And you're in charge mm. of the site's output ultimately, and you said we should do a podcast. Yeah, but also, it it lives and breathes on the contributions I make. I don't know. There's been plenty of episodes without you that have done all right. Yeah, no one listens to those. I can see the numbers. <laughs> right, okay. There was some contention at some point when I introduced the gym theme because you complained for ages that the theme song where I have to pick something, you complained for ages about that not being very good. So I replaced it with a theme song about me which is my name sung in an a cappella fashion for two minutes. Mm. And you don't like that either. I don't. So I just, I'm starting to think that you just don't like, you just don't, don't know what you want, Tom. I mean, the jingle is better than the old jingle. 
to do you fair. actually think that yeah oh okay all right yeah. nice all right yeah. okay i'm uh, i'm shocked by that but okay i thought you hated it um all right so uh sharif is uh fifth with seven wins and then after that we've got people who are in the twos and ones dom is rarely on the podcast uh so they're on two owen owen o'donnell your favorite guest is on two james bachelor your least favorite guest is on two Um, james isn't my least favorite guest (laughs) we haven't had that many guests that means your least favorite guest is mike channel i didn't say that i just said james isn't my least favorite well that if it's not mike channel that means it's richie richie morgan i'm not gonna say because that'd be cruel but by process of elimination, you're saying Richie is your least favourite guest. I didn't say that. I follow Richie on Twitter now. You implied it's it. It's quite amusing. Yeah, it's funny, isn't he, when he talks about Doctor Who, etc. Um, James Batchel on Twitter. Rebecca, uh, uh, very new um, member of staff on the site, also on two, which I think is pretty good given the amount of time she's been here. Bertie, who doesn't work for us, but uh, is Bertie your least favourite guest then? I'm not saying, I've just, I've given you all the information I'm saying about that. So we've narrowed it down to your least favourite guest is it's either Bertie or Richie. In terms of the people you're saying, but I can't remember all the guests. I'll, I'll tell you all the guests. Richie. Mm. Yeah. Owen. Mm. James Batchelor. Bertie. Mike Channel. Five guests. Yeah. You've said Owen's your favourite. Mm-hmm. And you've said that James isn't your least favourite and yeah. neither is Mike Channel. I didn't say that. I just said James isn't my least favourite. So you're saying Mike Channel might be your least favourite? He's in the mix, isn't he, based on that? So your least favourite is either Bertie, Mike Channel, or Richie. Yeah. They're joint last for you. Mm. Okay, well, I think at, least, at, least there's, um, at least there's comfort in, uh, in numbers there. At least they can console each other when this goes out. Um, but yeah, so uh, uh, Mark Warren is on one, bless him. Uh, but since he joined, he has actually been quite prolific on the podcast. <laughs> He's been on it quite a lot. So Mark is kind of the new Connor. Hmm. I've only I haven't listened back to the ones I'm not on, and Mark's mostly been on ones I haven't been on. Yeah, I know he's very there good. A, there was some kind of fuss made about his uh, Arthur Morgan choice. So that was the the best game with a stupidly named protagonist, and his argument that was that Arthur Morgan is named after one of the horses in the game, which is called mm. the Morgan. And uh, and he maintains that, or he tried to argue that that, that it was like a pun. But everyone mm. listened to that and was like, well, there is a YouTube comment that is literally, this is the worst episode ever. The Arthur Morgan reasoning was complete nonsense. And that was I mean, me. I, I wrote hmm? that one. I wrote that comment. <laughs> I kind of love that. Um, but yeah, but Mark's, Mark's been brilliant on the podcast. And um, he's very good at like coming up with very twisty, weird and wonderful reasons why certain games should be picked um but arthur morgan was a bit of a misstep i agree but i thought it was funny 
And I thought it was funny that it pissed a few people off because I always find that funny. So uh, Mark's been great. Rebecca's been great. Richie uh, didn't win. And you were convinced that I was going to play favorites there and let him win. Uh, and I didn't, Tom. I didn't. And I did mm. that to defy your expectations, but also because I, I do uh, I do like Owen a lot and I wanted him to win the second time. Uh, and he's the only guest that's won more than once. No, he isn't. James also won more than once. Oh, that must really upset you because he's your least favourite, right? No, I like James. <laughs> you like James. Got a really funny way of showing it. Because um, you spent 10 weeks laying into him, basically. And he listened to that and he was actually quite upset. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. Um, that's why he asked. He uh, when I asked him if he wanted to come on again mm. to kind of you know, so you guys could confront him uh, as a, as a form of sort of punishment. He actually initially turned it down and said to me that um, your behaviour following his first appearance upset him so much that he doesn't you can't even listen to it anymore, and it used to be his favourite podcast. Mm. Does that make you feel bad? No. Why not? It's not true, is it? It is true. No. I'm best friends with James outside of this. We go back about 20 years. Really? Yeah, he talks to me every day. Yeah? Yeah. And he's he's never mentioned this because it's too hurtful? No, he just doesn't. Would you understand how much you did hurt him then? It it was such a trauma for him and it was your fault directly. It was a trauma that you caused and yet he can't even talk to you about it. Does that not make you feel bad? No. Like I said, I'm like Hugh Jackman. Just about the show, isn't it? Right. Okay. Right. I thought I was getting through a little bit there, but I'm clearly not. So um, we're going to wrap this up now, and uh, uh, we'll be recording. Speaking of guests, we've got, I don't want to reveal it now, but we've got a couple of amazing guests coming on for next week. I bet they both drop out. I'm, I'm expect. I, I mean, I was. I thought about this. And I thought, should we announce it? And I thought, no, no, because what happened is, it's going to be Owen and Rich, isn't it? Because <laughs> the people that the people that are meant to be coming on won't yeah. come on, and then it'll be like, oh look, it's Owen and Rich again, everyone. <laughs> I'm quite happy with that. But well, in look, terms I can of, tell like, you that Owen names, is way too busy um, making the Christmas Infinite Review to do any podcasts because I've tried to. Uh, we we had a a very small window to record something else, which we lost for reasons, and now Owen's basically unavailable till January. So that definitely won't happen. Um, and I don't think I can get Richie onto this podcast without Owen because you need somebody to you know, you know, mm. give Richie the kick in the arse that he needs to kind of come with the energy, you know, because otherwise he'll just sort of sit there. So. Um, no, it's not. It's not Owen and Richie. To be clear, uh, we're not announcing who it is until it pretty much happens. But um, James Batchelor, James Batchelor got another book out. <laughs> Some more non-violent games. No, he hasn't got another book out. But the people coming on next week are going to be great, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. And Tom is as well, even though his face isn't showing it right now. So we need to go, and uh, I need to record Tom's game of the year video. Uh, which is uh, 
we've got game of the year coverage, and like last year, all of us on the site are doing our own kind of I'm little not, game of the year video. I'm not doing that. I haven't played any games. I put up a thing yesterday on Twitter about your Xbox year in review, right? Yeah. It says I've played for 780 hours Yeah. on Xbox. Yeah. I haven't. That's on my son. I just put it out there to get some cred amongst the... What has he been playing for 780 hours? Minecraft. Uh, what's the other one he plays? Everspace 2. Played that for 60 hours. He plays Everspace 2? Yeah. Huh. He's into loads of stuff. He's cultured. That is quite um, cultured for that is quite cultured for for like someone his age. Hmm. The like, point the point is I just haven't played anything, so I'm not going to do the video. So there you go. Okay. <laughs> so that's it. You're just hmm. not doing it. Can you not just pretend you've played Minecraft or no? It would be funny if you did Vampire Survivors again. I did think about doing that, but then I thought it wouldn't actually be that funny. Hmm. So I'm just going to not do it. Mm-hmm. Then you just do other ones instead. But I've got a slot for you to... Re- I've got. An, I've now got a big gap in my fucking Christmas content plan. A big Tom Ory-shaped gap. So I need to plug that with something mm. or someone. Well, James Bachelor. No, no. The- <laughs> Everyone's everyone's least favourite guest. I'm not doing it with Jim Batchelor. Um Alright, I'll think of something. Alright, I'll think of something. I might have you replaced by an actor and and insist that it is you. Do you actually know any actors? No. But no. I know someone who's good at fucking playing up for the camera. Mm. Alright. Okay, well let's do it. Alright, thanks very much for that, Tom. That was uh Enlightening, inspiring as always. Really nice um, forty-minute chat, um, which I'm sure everyone's enjoyed listening to. We should have made this the Christmas Day special, <laughs> full of cheer. Depressing chat between two middle-aged men. All right, okay. All right, well, thanks everyone. Tune in next week because uh, we do genuinely have some good guests coming on. So you know, let's uh, let's not. Let's not mess about. Not going to reveal who they are today, but you'll find out and you'll immediately put the episode on because you'll think, fucking hell, can't believe they got them on. Can't believe they got those guys out of the fucking mothballs. All right. Bye.